<laughs> fucking ass. Now I'm looking for you. <laughs> now I'm looking for you. Congratulations. You're my new hobby. <laughs> My name is Darian. I am firing on all cylinders all of a sudden. Let's not get into the semantics of the show. Buddy is here. What's Yay! going on? Not much. My bearded friend, how are you this evening? I'm very fine. Very fine. I like it very much. Monica is also in the house. Yes, your other bearded friend. Bearded clam <laughs> friend. hey What's going on? What's up with you guys? Buddy, how are you this evening, sir? I'm good. Yeah? Good. yeah you feeling good. it? Yeah. You feeling all right? Yeah, feeling all right. Well, I had a uh, heavy work week, I'm sure. Not as bad. That's good. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. You need a little, a little smoothing out every now and then. Yeah, it's actually been pretty smooth. Nice. Yeah. All righty. Monica, what's up with you, baby doll? Same old, same old, working too. Okay, not to the, hopefully not to the caliber that Buddy is. Because this yes. guy is, or you are. Yeah, because it's the end of the month for us. Okay. That's always crazy at my work. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, not that month. It's a different oh, no, uh, like time work of the month. month. <laughs> I mean, there's that time of the month, and then there's this time of the month. You know, I feel great. It's the ending of the time of the month. Hey. <laughs> yeah, and it's been crazy, too, because I've been getting used to um, taking my dogs to the dog park at night now. Right. Oh. So we're getting in, like, three miles. I always see you do your, like, run, and I'm of like, course. hey, I'm doing three miles, but it's seven o'clock at night. Yeah. That's the only time I can go now without Well, hopefully you're not yeah, you're not fighting anybody in there. No, it's empty. Oh, okay. Thank God. Good yeah. plan, because your dogs are a bit unruly. Yes, they are. <laughs> I'm so. not. I'm not saying they're bad dogs. So, no, they get aggressive. It's like a gang. They, I could see that. Well, you have twelve of them. <laughs> so that's that's. That's like that's like a Marine Corps rifle squad right there. You understand yeah. that? It's not fair. We had to quit going during the day because the big one, she would like put her head on a smaller dog, and then the smaller dog thinks that she's playing, but right. she's not playing. What does that What and does that mean? A head I, on the like I'm alpha. Okay. And so I'm like trying to shock her, and the shocker doesn't even work on her anymore. It's because of the fucking hair, man. Oh my god! She's got twelve pounds of hair on. I her. know. So I'm like, you guys have lost all your privileges. Yeah. We have to go out at night yeah. now. Solitary yeah. confinement is yeah. what you got. So. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man. We got the regular shit show to get into here, kiddos. We got uh, horror news, listener mail. 
a movie or two to discuss with you. Buddy and Monica want to fight me, and 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 they rightfully should because they. Uh, well, we'll get into that, but I deserve it. I'll tell you right now. Let's start it off with a little horror news, buddy. Oh yeah, and Monica. horror news Woo! monica yes what do you got okay this is the best news in the whole wide world oh i don't know about this and i don't know if you guys have heard it universal is remaking the thing Um, oh you had it i did I am so excited. You like that, do <laughs> I have you? That too. Yes. I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like there's no place to go but down. But they said they were going to stick closer to, to the, the novel. Yes. Is what I heard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I get that. I like that. I like it a lot, but uh-huh. I just unless you call it something else, if, if if you call it the thing, mm-hmm. people are going to say that's a remake, right? And then really, I mean, there's a lot of movies that you could remake and be okay with. The thing I don't feel like is one, of, and I'm a pro remake kind of a dude. Uh-huh. I like a remake. I like to see other artists' interpretation of classics. I like to see you know modern special effects. I like. I think there's always room for improvement. But the thing. What? I, I, okay, hear me out. I don't. Th- <laughs> I, I don't think that there is any such thing as a perfect film. Okay. Every film, if picked apart, you, we can find ourselves some flaws. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the closest thing. There's two examples of the closest possible thing you can get <laughs> to a perfect film. Okay. Number one being The Shining. Number two being The Thing. <laughs> okay. Not necessarily in that order, <laughs> but. And that's why I feel like there's, you know, there's so if you if you watch the original thing, there's so much going on there. Which original, the black and white or the? Oh, you jo- mean that's yeah. Wow, I don't. Okay. I don't even. That have you seen? You've seen the black and white. Yeah. Obviously, it's uh-huh. it's fine until you see the thing, and then no. you're like. That's a guy in a fucking teddy bear situation. That was on. in the fifties. I know, I know it, and that's fine, and I get that. But um, <clears throat> but if you watch John Carpenter's movie, which mm-hmm. I know you have, yeah, and you just look at, you just follow the storyline. There's so much happening there. Mm-hmm. The the silhouette of the guy, whoever that dude was, we still don't know who that guy was, sitting alone in his room when the mm-hmm. dog walks in. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, Keith David. Was he breathing at the end of the movie? We don't fucking know. John Carpenter won't even tell us. We have no fucking clue whether or not who the thing was at the end of the goddamn movie. That's you know? what's great. I know. That's why I don't think it needs to be fucked with, my dear. Oh. I could be wrong. This could be kick-ass. I think it should be. Oh. I hope it won't end up like the Cabin Fever remake. Right. That is a... Yeah. That's a whole other neighborhood it, right there. Yeah. I so I'm hoping, like they said, they'll stick closer to the book. I'm I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where we're going, but I feel like your best bet is to call it um, something completely different 
and not call it a remake or a reboot mm. or a redo mm-hmm. and just get as far away from the the thing, John Carpenter's <laughs> The Thing, as humanly possible. Because really all you're doing is asking to be uh, shat upon, I feel like. Okay, so if we go away from naming The Thing, I think at least what they should do is bring Kurt Russell back. Don't no, do that. Do no, not no, do no, it. No, no, Don't no. do bring it. Bring Kurt Russell in and he can play the Doc's part. No. Yeah. No. You got, dude. Yeah. You got to no. a whole new cast. You got to get as far away from that as humanly possible. <laughs> what the 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 name of the the novel? I think was Incident at Area Forty One or something like that. I think so. Something similar yeah. to that. Yeah. That's what you call the movie. Okay. You just get away from. Uh, um, I think it did take place in like an Arctic situation. Right. You got to You probably got to keep that in keep there. Keep that in there. Yeah. Um. Just fucking as as much creative liberty as you can take to get away from the thing is what you need to do. But I think so many people our age would be so excited and be like, "Oh my god, we gotta go!" I would agree with mm-hmm. you, except looking at the numbers that the thing prequel brought in. We are we we are a, a generation of a holes, and we are we like to shit on things. Even if they're good. I actually like the prequel. I thought it was pretty good. I do, too. It explained the the opening scene. And Mm -hmm. the uh, consistency, which when we get to the Norwegian base, and Mm -hmm. if you're a fucking nutsack like you turned me into, and you're watching them on two screens (laughs) at the same time, and you're saying, oh, there's the fucking axe that's in the wall, and there's the axe that Kurt Russell is describing. You're like, oh, God, this is spot on. How can... But, I mean, people still shat all over it. Because yeah. they called it The Thing, <clears throat> and because they made a prequel to the John Carpenter classic. Yeah, and I don't think the like the newer generation that watched that really understood what that was. <laughs> no, of course like, not. What mm-hmm. this movie was. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like we need to just, by all means, make a movie based on the incident mm-hmm. in Area 41, or whatever the fuck it was called. Mm-hmm. Make a new thing, but don't call it The Thing. Mm-hmm. Call it... Uh, Thingy. 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 <laughs> call it... Uh, Outer space. Something. 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 Or call it that. <laughs> there you go. Don't call... I don't know. I don't know, man. You got, But you got to get away from it, is what I'm saying. All right. What else you got there, Monica? Uh, That's all I got. Okay, buddy. All right. So, the trailer for Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge is out, and it's a whopping rated R. I love that. Yes. That means there's going to be bubbies. Strong, bloody violence is promised in the upcoming animated film, Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. And uh, you can check it out uh, spring 2020. And bubbies. And bubbies. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if there's actually bubbies. I'm psyched for that. Yeah. Uh, Another little side Mortal Kombat side note, the Joker just dropped. Yeah. Today. Oh, man. Downloadable content, Mortal Kombat 11. Mm-hmm. My son's out there playing it as we speak. Mm-hmm. He's not a Joker guy. He's a, he's a Terminator guy. Mm-hmm. He plays as the Terminator. Okay. That's his, own, that's his go-to. So there's right that. Very cool. All right. That's all I got. What do you got? Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Hulu is developing an Aliens series. Oh. oh. Now, this is an Aliens series. <clears throat> yeah, so no. it's going to take place... 
in the context of the second movie, Colonial Marines, some kind of military action against the Xenomorphs. Very cool. And that's all we have thus far. I'm oh, okay with that. I like I'm that. I'm excited yeah. for this one. Of the franchise, I would say Aliens, my favorite, my personal favorite. Yeah, uh, I like it better than original. Alien. It's a good flick. But it's a good show, but if you if you watch it objectively as a horror fan, it's really a slasher. That's yeah. all it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got some cool visual effects and the fucking alien with the Scorny Weaver and the right with the mandibles. That's fun. Mm-hmm. It's good times. The little tubby tuck. Yeah, that's nasty. You don't want that. You don't want that shit. But I'm a I'm a aliens kind of guy. I, the smart guns, oh, yeah. the pulse rifles, mm-hmm. uh, the um, weird uh, armored vehicles. Yeah, Bill Paxton losing his shit. Oh yeah, game over, man. That's my that's my jam. <laughs> Uh, Gecko International has released two Dead by Daylight statues oh. of the killers. You have uh, the Trapper and you have the Wraith. Hmm. One six scale, so they're about 18 inches tall. Mm-hmm. How much do you suppose these guys are going for these days? 120. You're low. Two. You're low. 300. You're still low. Wow. Three fifty a piece. That's ridiculous. These things look gnarly they better for that amount. they do and they've got like the full detail they've got some of the um i don't know what do you call that the fucking backdrop of the different maps and mm-hmm. stuff so you know where they're at so far it's just the butcher and the wraith 350 a piece i would be in i would wow. be interested because i'm a dead by daylight fanboy. Mm-hmm. i'm not paying fucking 700 dollars for these things dude right yeah. i can't uh the wraith actually has led light up eyes oh so oh well <laughs> oh well then shit let me just wave my debit card in the air like a maniac <laughs> wave it in the air oh well then uh, hmm, you didn't mention that uh here's some fun uh business cheech and chong are collaborating and writing a horror film yes comedy horror uh it just says horror I, I don't I don't I don't know you see those aliens hey, man. <laughs> Dave's not here I don't know dude the, what what is this with all the comedians writing horror movies all of a sudden <laughs> I don't know Danny McBride did it mm-hmm. Chris Rock rolling yeah. out here and now uh, these two knuckleheads because they're sitting around going oh horror is where the money you is know, at you know it would be really scary right now if like what well, man what if the pizza never came bro Whoa. It'd be so scary, man. What if there's like no pepperoni and sausage? <laughs> no sausage. <laughs> That's stupid. That's a. Stu- I don't know, man. Uh, I like Danny McBride's Halloween. I know I'm the only person in the room that liked it, but mm-hmm. I'm willing to give these guys a chance. We'll see what they come up with. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I mean they're both. Um, Robert Rodriguez veterans mm. yeah. and Cheech Marin was like a staple in the Dust Till Dawn series. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, maybe we can get him involved. Do like some fucking Mexican vampire situation. Danny Trejo, he's yeah. he's got nothing going. He's trying yeah. to save pit bulls for Christ's sakes. Yeah, and the dude from uh, that '70s show, he did awesome in it. Ashton Kutcher? No, 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 no. '70s show. That '70s show. Um, he's What's... the one who played the main bad guy in. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn TV series. Oh, uh, Vilmer 
Bananarama. Yeah. I fucking oh, the cute fucking... guy. The dark guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he did great. I, in that yeah. Series. The series. Pretty yes. good. I'm talking about the movies. Oh. Because I don't think Cheech Marin showed up in the series. No. I only I mean, watched the first this guy in there. In Don the... Johnson mm-hmm. is what mm. you got. Mm. I'm into it. I'm going to yeah. check it out either way. Are you guys familiar at all with the name Brandon Cronenberg? Oh, Ooh. I read this. Brandon, uh, David Cronenberg's son, uh-huh. obviously. Have you guys seen a movie called Antiviral? Mm-mm. That movie is gnarly. You've seen it, Monica? I think so. That movie, you watch it, and you will feel ill. Not like I'm going to throw up ill, but all of a sudden I'm sniffling and have a fever kind of ill. I think we watched that. We, I, I know Dale and I did it for the show. It's uh, where you get celebrity viruses and you can get celebrity skin grafts and things like that. It's gnarly. Mm. It's gnarly. Uh, his new body swap horror, mm. Possessor, is premiering at Sundance this weekend. Oh. I'm psyched yeah. for this. Yeah. I like this kid. It's funny because, uh, you know, we have we have our favorite horror directors. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, their kids go on to become horror directors, mm-hmm. but they don't do shit. Mm-mm. Their movies suck. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cameron Romero, Dave, uh, George Romero's George son, Romero. yeah. he made a shitty movie. It mm-hmm. was terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything to do with it. Now uh, his daughter's making one about gay zombies. Oh. I don't want any part of that either. It okay. sounds ridiculous. Well. <laughs> I mean... By all means, gay it up, but... What, uh, what's the storyline going to be? Like, are they going to, like, are the gay male zombies going to run after the men and try to give them blowjobs or light it off? Or, I was like, wh- what, what is the difference? I don't know. Let's I don't go know. get them. Yeah. yeah. I don't Are know. you going to take a zombie and turn him, like, into a rainbow unicorn and make I him run? I don't fucking that's, know. That's How the hell would I know any of this? Even categorize that and you should just say it's a zombie movie period. she is a, she's could, weird anyway the, the she's very strange is it's a gay couple and then they die and become zombies together but then they're still just free-for-all she brains no killed that no. guy anyway who what 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 was the dude she was dating uh i don't know anthony bordello or what was oh his name? no 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 you're thinking of asia argento <gasps> oh that's who i'm thinking of she, sorry no <laughs> wrong I, wrong girl she's a rapist is what she is <laughs> oh yeah she had oh, yeah, those well, sex <laughs> with those well, young boys she's only in she facebook <laughs> She's only into sixteen-year-old boys. Well, they should be flattered. She, if they, I, them if, little dude, scumbags. If I was a sixteen-year-old boy and Asia Argento was sending me tweets, yeah. First off, you motherfuckers wouldn't know anything about it because I would. <laughs> second off, I would be. I wouldn't be doing a podcast. I'll tell you right now, I'd be busy nailing Asia Argento. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I, plans. Sorry, <laughs> uh, gotta go. I would be happy for you. I'd be like, right on, man. Seriously. Jeez, these pussy guys. Didn't his mom find out that's how the story broke? She uh, found text yes. message. And then she, moms, went, she went public with the whole yeah, shit. Yeah, whatever. But the problem is that Asia Argento was at the forefront of the quote-unquote Me Too movement, mm. which was the big... Oh, yeah. Harvey Weinstein thing, which I get. But you can't be fucking around with these 16-year-old boys. (laughs) And be a hypocrite over there. over his ass about jerking off and houseplant. I don't know. Me too turns into you too. Yeah, you motherfucker. (laughs) What are you up to? (laughs) I'd I'd still probably have sex with her. I don't know. 
Uh, that's all we got in the horror news, you maniacs. We uh, got ourselves some listener mail to get into. Let's do that real quick, shall we? Oh, yeah. Listener mail. Booyah. Let's get... Whoa, what? Hey, what? What? Who? What? Do we need to... <laughs> no, we're on. good. Night Ranger. We should play that. Don't tell me you love me. <laughs> <laughs> guys are out of control. Let's get right down to Houston, Texas. Here Hi, comes Lance. Lance from the Horror Returns Network. Hey, Lance. Subject line, Pterodome. All right, all right, Lance, just chill out there, big guy. Uh, Puppet Master dolls all the way, but maybe not, for the reasons you would think. You see, the Puppet Master dolls, while made from actual wood, were forged by Toulon using a very powerful and evil magic. The problem with such magic is that it carries very deadly power. You might even say the wood is spiritually poisoned. When the wolves use the puppets as their new chew toys... What they do not realize is that they are filling their mouths with these splinters. Over time, the splinters and the poison therein seeps into the jowls of the unfortunate wolves, thereby infecting them with a very painful and protracted suffering. Mm. Over time, each wolf drops dead of the spiritual poison, and even though the puppets are worse for the wear and all chewed up, they are at least able to limp to victory. Toulon finds them one one and by and restores each to its original shiny version. Very good point. Well, that point. was a very long road to your to your uh, votes there, Lance, but I love Ooh. it anyway. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the other dome, Freddie molests Samara. Oh, yuck. Oh, yuck, Lance. Oh, I didn't even think of that. All right. He was Let's, a pedophile. All right. Let's not be gross. Uh, at first taken aback by his attack, she feels fear and worries that this may at last be the end of her time to haunt the planet Earth. But then, Freddy slides it in. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. All right, what Lance. What was that White Snake song? Slide it in. Okay, right then. The top. Samara laughs at Freddy's needle-sized penis, and he goes into a deep shame. <laughs> Freddy commits suicide with his own glove. The fight is over. So that's actually a vote for Samara, I feel like, right? Okay, we're putting that one down for Samara, uh, I think. Lance, I don't know. <laughs> think about the uh, think about that, inmates. Lance from Texas. Thank you very much, Lance. Yeah, that's like a little visual. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, f- I feel kind of dirty having read that. Yeah. Read that myself, which is kind of gross all of a sudden. Uh, let's get to Tokyo, Japan. Here comes uh, Lonely Bob. Oh, no. Oh, what do you mean, oh, no? Subject line, V-Wars. Hey, Padded Room crew, have you watched V-Wars on Netflix yet? If so, what did you think? Watched a couple episodes so far. It's pretty good, like a sci-fi show, but with more gore. At Lonely Bob. Buddy is on the V-Wars. Yeah, I was talking about that last week. What do you think of the V-Wars? I actually really liked it. You like that shit? You like it? Mm -hmm. Dude, dude. Is it alien related? It's vampires. vampires. Oh, it's vampires. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. It's like an infection that goes out turning people into vampires. Oh, wow. It sounds like The Strain. Is there good-looking people in there? Um, did you ever watch um, uh, Vampire Diaries or the original? Is your microphone on? Yeah. Hello. No. Oh, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it was. But now it's not. 
we started divulging oh, secrets, yeah, yeah. and we had to kill Buddy's microphone, <laughs> and now we're done with that. Okay, well, V Wars, huh. thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, thumbs up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the Vampire Diaries? Yeah. Uh, one of the guys from Vampire Diaries is in it, Damon. I think that was his name in it. Okay. Um, but he's not a vampire in this. He plays like a scientist. I'm going to stop you right there. I got two, I'm got i going to stop you right there too, Lonely Bob. I got two words for everybody listening. Mm-hmm. October Faction. <laughs> Case closed. Oh. Have you watched it? I watched the trailer. I will be starting you, that very soon. You got to go. Don't just watch the trailer. It's a good show, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. It's British, right? No. 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 No, no it is not I British. Heard, I heard some. What's your problem the with the British? British <laughs> All of a sudden. It's like British. <laughs> fuck then. Fucking fuck off. Uh, Lonely Bob coming in again. <laughs> Subject line, post-workout stretches. Oh, oh God. Oh, yeah. See? <laughs> Let me guess. It included some pigs. I got a, cl- I got a, I got a link here. <laughs> hey, padded room werewolves. Post and pre workout. It's good to do some stretches. Here's this week's video to warm up or cool down. Okay, let's just reload. The- oh yeah, look at you. Ooh, lonely Bob. You must be lonely up there. <laughs> I love it. Look at these sports bras. They're wearing. Ooh yeah, get deep. Deep girl. Look at that background video. I'm, there's a background video? Get in there. Yeah, all I can are we see gonna is do the, the background video. Are we going to do the Guitar Hero thing with this one? or? I love a sports bra, you know? Yeah. She's got nice feet. I'm not a feet kind of a guy. But <laughs> no, me either. There's something I, <laughs> I, I know. It's something that I notice. All right, I'm going to save this one to the uh, private file there, Lonely Bob. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> Very cool. Let's. Uh, He's gonna just stay sitting there for a minute too. Yeah, I'm not gonna stand up anytime soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looks like we got ourselves a couple of voicemails here. All right. Let's jump right to Alabama with our main man, Alan. Alabama. <laughs> Whew. All right, then. Uh, it's the walrus, people call you. The but, walrus. Um, that's actually one of my first words in this little uh, walrus. You know, you were talking about them uh, on the show last week. Anyway, I hope everybody's doing good. So far, so good. Oh, yeah. Um, Terradome. I don't it? like either one of them, but Samara took out Charlie, Jimmy Freddy. Oh. And the team's going to be the wolf pack. Don't know who Monica is. Um, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. You have a good Bye. one, too. Beautiful. All right. Thanks for calling in, Alan. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Dude, Alan. if somebody beats your guy in the Tarot Dome, you can't take it personal. Yeah. It happens. I don't even remember. I, I had Maniac Cop this year. I think I don't think I made it out of the first round. I think it got beat <laughs> by... Uh, hold on. I'll tell you who I got beat by. Somebody stupid. I guarantee you that. It was, I got beat by the old, uh, I got beat by Dracula, which I'm not mad at that because that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I got upset that the tall man lost, but I'm over it. You made it to the semifinals, um, at least. Like, whatever. I'm over it. Yeah. We're over it. We're all mm-hmm. over it. Uh, let's get down <laughs> to Monica's pod boyfriend. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom, hey, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. 
Padded Room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? Great. So far, so well. good. Hope everyone is there. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just wanted to call in. Uh, I ain't got much, but I wanted to get in with the uh, Terror Dome there. We got uh, Freddy Krueger and uh, Samara. Right. And uh, I think I'm just going to go with Freddy Krueger just because I'm going to go with Freddy Krueger. I don't think I really got anything. I don't know how the Dream Demon fights the seven-day ghost demon sure. monster thing. Okay. But, yeah, I think I'm just going to go with Freddy Krueger. All right. Good choice. And uh, as far as the werewolves and the puppets, I, I like everybody coming up with a, a theory as to why the puppets would win this or how they could win this. But come on, these, these are werewolves. They're just going to tear through them, guys. Agreed. Uh, I, I don't mm-hmm. think the uh, puppets stand much of a chance. No! Uh, so give me the werewolf. Thank you. Uh, in regards to last week's episode, you uh-huh. know, I, I didn't learn much, but I did learn one thing. What's that? And it seems that uh, Darian wants to get fucked in the ass by 50 Cent. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on, but I mean. it appeared every conversation seemed to lead back to that. Or him I to talk about that. I could Darian, do a lot I worse, be, I feel like. Maybe, you know, talk to somebody. Maybe, you know, express your feelings uh, about this. I probably know? should. I was thinking about it, and uh, I could see exactly how this goes in his fantasy. You okay. Know? 50 Cent oh, kidnaps no. him, you know, right. and he's like, all right, man, I'm going to hold you for ransom, and you'll go free once your family plays ransom. But I'm and then drunk. Darian be like, yeah, and you'll... You'll probably rape me to, to prove you're serious, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, no, we ain't doing that. Well, I mean, well, you want him to know you mean business, so you're probably going to have to, uh, you know, like, just a tip, mister, maybe just a little bit. I don't know. That's all I got from the last episode. Anyway, love you like family. <laughs> love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks, Tom Hardy. That is beautiful. That, that is going to be my new defense in the case of abduction. I'm just going to start begging to be raped. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, if you don't rape me, then nobody's going to take you seriously. So <laughs> it deals off. This guy's weird. <laughs> Let's just throw him out of the van. I mean, he keeps talking about rape. Nobody wants to rape him. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at the junk folder here and see if we got any uh, last-minute individuals. And it looks like that's it. You guys got anything for Lonely Bob, Tom Hardy, Alan, or Lance? Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks for calling. Absolutely. And thank you, Lonely Bob. The video is a bit of all right. (laughs) (laughs) You guys ready to get into a movie, go live on the Psycho Bunny Death Cult? You betcha. Let's do it. This tape, what you're hearing now, is going to be the lead-in of the various phases of construction of building a secret room, if we can call it that, that will house a cell. The purpose of that cell will be the imprisonment of a young lady. A jail cell, if you will.
I'd like to do with you, I know you wouldn't like. But that's right, inmates. We're talking about House on the Hill. Now, nobody out there has seen this movie. That I can guarantee you. And for good reason, because nobody's even heard of it. Uh, I've got a guilty confession to make. I deserve whatever punishment Monica and Buddy decide to bestow on me, because this is my pick. (laughs) It's my my fault. I picked this movie. They both wanted to do uh, Cabin 28. Yes. And I'm like, no, no, no. We're going to do House on the Hill because it's about uh, Leonard Lake and Charles Ng. And that's going to (laughs) be – and it's got a a shitty uh, movie rating. Hey, Gail. Hey, Gail. How are you? Uh, They they fought me tooth and nail on this. Yeah. I thought it would be a good idea to do the shittier movie like that would somehow spice things up or something. I think you were just uh, taken by the cover of the movie. Uh, the cut. Co- I mean, look. Not yeah. sure what exactly did they do. They that might ring a bell. Might ring a bell. Um, murder for murder for profit. They would. Um, mm-hmm. What they would do. This is like the shitty the, the shitty apex of their crimes. They would go find a family with a hot young wife, murder the husband and any children, and then abduct the wife and tell her that uh, they were holding the husband and children captive and she needed to be their sexual slave in order to get her family back. Mm -hmm. In the end, they would rape the piss out of her and then murder her all the same. So I'm good. Hope you all are too. Well, we're pretty good, Gail. We're we're doing all right. I mean, this movie notwithstanding, we're doing okay. It's a bad one, Gail. Mm -hmm. Gail, this is a bad movie. Tell you right now. Uh, so what it is, it's uh, House on the Hill. It's directed by Jeff Frenson, written and directed by 2012. This one's not rated, which doesn't make any fucking sense that it's not rated because uh, we're talking about two serial rapists and murderers here, and there is a surprising lack of rape and or murder in this movie. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that in a second. It stars uh, Nadra Don Thompson, Shannon Lead, and Stephen A. Day. Um, this is a fucking stupid <laughs> that I'm being as generous as I possibly can. It is a, a, I don't, I don't understand what's going on here with this movie because you, you're setting out to tell a true crime, uh, biopic slash expose, I guess, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term yeah. about some serial rapists and murderers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, I didn't know about these scumbags. Look them up, Natalie. Uh, Leonard Lake and Charles Ng. Uh, Char- brutal. Uh, Leonard Lake, uh, yeah, Northern California, uh, early 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, shitbirds, these two. Real fuckheads, if you ask me. Um, so, oh, God. Here's the pro- They actually used um, footage from the Leonard Lake tapes. Now, even shittier thing about these two knuckleheads, they actually home videoed all of their rapes and murders and yeah. abduct, abductions and things like that, which is disgusting. Tuesdays are spaghetti night at Pinocchio's. Good Thanks, to, Jim. Good to know, Jim. <laughs> We're talking about rape and murder oh, over here. Where's Pinocchio's? It's, I'm there. It's uh, um, about three minutes from here. Oh. We could be there. In, we could be there in four and a half tops. Uh, if anybody's wanting spaghetti, I'm. I, I'm hey, bring a, us some on your way home. No, don't do that, Jim. You tell him to do that. He will do that. Jim, don't do it. I'm trying to cut carbs right now. I got a lot of runs coming up. I like the hot and spicy Boston. Rape, murder, and meatballs. Oh. He says. Oh, hey, there you go. Th- thanks, Jim. Appreciate that. 
Um, <laughs> Leonard Lake, Charles Ng. Leonard Lake is a fucking misogynistic bastard. Now, his whole philosophy, and he lays this out on his VHS tapes, which are played in the context in, in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, is that women are ob- objects. They are meant to cook, clean, and sexually gratify men. Mm-hmm. And when they're not doing one of those three things, they need to be put away somewhere. <laughs> that was hilarious when he said that. <laughs> you found that funny, huh? <laughs> just like, and well, when I'm done with you, you're just going to get locked up in that room. That is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a little nervous about you all of a sudden. <laughs> it's bad. Now, these guys are fuckheads, man. They're oh, serial yeah. rapists and murderers. And that's disgusting. So that was their MO. Um, basically, this movie, however, is a very crappy rendition of it. There's mm-hmm. a much better version of this called the Miranda Tapes that just came out uh, last year. Hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody saw that or not. Kind of like Luca Magnato. Uh, yeah, I mean, Luca Magnato's a fuckhead by himself there, Natalie. But this is like a, a weird pussyhound version of Luca Magnata, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So... Um, since we're, we're we're actually using the Leonard Lake footage in this movie, and we start off with that, and it's, I don't know if, well, obviously you guys probably haven't seen it, but it's him in a Lazy Boy recliner videotaping himself, mm-hmm. and he's explaining this nutsack philosophy about how women are objects, they're here to please men, and cook and clean and, and fuck and suck and all that, and other than that, they just need to fuck off. Now, that's bad business, but I mean... I get it. Um, actually, no, I don't get it. I don't understand that at all. I mean, I would like like a dick-sucking robot type of a thing. If I, I know such a thing doesn't quite exist just yet. But uh, more to the point, I would use that when my wife is not in the mood. And then when she is in the mood, the dick-sucking robot goes away and my wife comes out. I don't need like a weird sex slave, man. That's, that's creepy. Yeah. I would feel horrible... If I had somebody chained up in my garage and was using them as a, uh, basically a human orifice, right? Well, I mean, I mean, the orifices are human, but like a weird, I don't know, dude. It's just fucking freaky. This dude's nuts. He's nuts, man. Mm. And the worst part about it, he has enlisted another nutsack to help him do his rapey bidding. Got a young man by the name of Charles Ng. Had to tape it. Mean. I don't know what you're saying there. I don't know what you're saying there, Natalie, uh, but uh, he's got a little henchman all of a sudden. Now, here's the hard part. One of the many problems I have with this movie is the two actors that they got to – me thinks Darian protests too much. <laughs> the two actors that they got to play, Leonard Lake and Charles Ng. Now, if you look at actual footage of these two assholes, uh, Leonard Lake is a big fat pig with mm-hmm. uh, male pattern baldness, and it – it kind of goes to reason why he uh, subscribes to these philosophies because he's not actually getting laid on his own. Mm-hmm. No, no fucking mm-hmm. way. He looks like um, if you could picture Al Brolin from Tool Time, uh, but like an al- alcoholic version, a stinkier oh, version. He looks like Think. that creepy guy from the movies. Uh, you know, the guy, the bald guy that just has the two like wings here. Yeah. And the bald um, teeth. He plays uh, Judge Reinhold's um, partner in all the, uh, what is it, uh, Beverly Hills Cop movies. That guy is basically who oh. we're dealing with. Is that not who you're thinking of? No. Who are you thinking of? I'm thinking of the guy who, uh, he's a little Clint, short Clint guy. Clint Howard? 
I was just going to say that. Ron Howard's brother? A little bit. I can see that. I can see it. These things do happen. Unfortunately, there are a lot of sick fucks out there. You're exactly right, Gail. And this Mm -hmm. is these two up their sick fuck game to like professional level. They are like the Michael Jordans of sick fuckery. We're going to get into that in a second. Now, this is a bad movie. And I'm going to tell you right now, you don't want to watch it because it's just going to piss you off. Mm-hmm. Not because of the true crime aspect. No. But just because of the shitty filmmaking. It's bad. Yeah. I'll elaborate. And the music. It's God. What and you the can't f- even hear the people talk. You don't want to hear the people mm-hmm. talk. They have nothing to say They're about like, anything. Mom, mom, mom. And you're like, what? It doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they're saying because it's, it's stupid, nonsensical dialogue anyway. But we'll get to that in a second. Now. Um, back, getting back to the true crime case, these guys are assholes. The reason they're doing this non, this fucking rapey, abductee kind of a shit is because they can't get laid on their own. The parole officer is watching, by the oh, way. Oh, hi, parole hey, officer. Hey, parole officer. Hey. Uh, so that makes sense. The two actors that they got to play these two fuckheads, mm-hmm. actually not bad looking, which doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. The Asian guy that played Charles Ng, that guy's mm-hmm. doing CrossFit. Oh, man. He's got like shirtless scenes out there where he's digging holes and stuff. Mm-hmm. He looked, he looked, he could have been the next Luke king in the mortal Kombat movie <laughs> i'm just saying uh the guy that played um leonard lake i mean what do you think he's like a high a high four maybe five no i'm just saying the actor not leonard lake himself no no, no. three he's a good he's a he's a top three solid a three. A one no <laughs> no he had okay he had a full head of hair he could have lost a couple pounds i'll give you that but he's no actual leonard lake <laughs> Real Leonard Lake, fat pig, and uh, has to abduct and rape chicks to get laid, which is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Finally got some service, South Carolina, go figure. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to have you with you, parole, have you with us there, parole officer. <laughs> so, that being said, we're going to jump right into the movie. Now, mm-hmm. at this point, within the case, we're going to pick up after they've already built their rape bunker which they actually did do in Northern California. They were abducting chicks out of the Bay Area, and it was usually chicks that were in some way connected to them. Uh, neighbors, um, friends of friends, type of that, that type of thing, which is disgusting. Troy's in the house. What's up, Troy? Hey, Troy. Um, but the, there was only like one random killing, and it had to do with some video equipment, but we'll get to that in a second. Now, at this point in the movie, we're picking up with them saying hi until next Band, Band starts. starts. Oh, what show oh, okay. are you at? He's at a concert. Wow. Very cool, Troy. Uh, now, at this point, they have abducted a young lady, and they've taken her back, and they're holding her for ransom because they believe that her family has money. Mm-hmm. Now, again, these are two serial rapists. They did make a little bit of money off of their abductions and murders, but not enough to warrant, like, you know, we're abducting just for the purpose of collecting a ransom. Uh, mm-hmm. What they did do was rape, abduct just for the purpose of having sex with chicks because this is the only way these two assholes are getting laid. So, But for the context of this movie, that's why they kidnapped her. Uh, we get like a weird finger bang scene, yeah. what I think was a finger bang that's scene. That's what I think it was too. You got, you got the guy playing Charles Ng and he's like leaning over a chick and he's like, eh, and he's doing like a this motion and she's like, oh, oh no. So I'm led to believe that she was being penetrated with something or by something or something was being placed inside her. I don't know. 
Um, Sons of Apollo. Huh? I don't know who that is. I don't is. know who Sons of Apollo. I bet it's an 80s band because Troy loves himself some 80s <laughs> bands, which isn't a bad thing, Troy. I love that about you. Uh, so that's kind of weird. Um, while they have her captive, they go and they get two other chicks. And this is the plight of the story that we're going to follow is these two chicks that were abducted. I mean, if you're abducting chicks and raping them, I get that. Beggars can't be choosers. But these chicks were not the most attractive young ladies in the... um... Okay, and from a filmmaker's perspective, you know, you're making a rape and murder movie and you're not like a real filmmaker, so you just have to rely on friends and family, so these were probably the hottest chicks you could get. (laughs) That, wow. That being said, that being said, um, I would put the milfy, milfier of the two at a six and the less milfy one at like a f- low five. She looked kind of strung out, that one. Uh, we've got two young ladies by the name of Sophie and Cariana. Uh, I'm using the term young ladies generously. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are now the slaves of Leonard Lake and Charles Ng. Now, here's one inconsistency with the story. According to this, this movie is being told through a series of flashbacks by uh, Sophie, who was the sole survivor of the Leonard Lake abduction. Now, in reality, there were no survivors. Uh, Leonard Lake and Charles Ng killed every female that they came across and usually their families as well. So... Let's just throw that right out the window, apparently. Fair enough. Hey, Late Late Horror Show's in the house. What's up, guys? Hi, guys. Hey, what's up, guys? So for that purpose, um, we're now going to do a a series of flashbacks where Sophie is being interviewed by what we believe to be a private detective. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because the story is told through flashback, but all the present-day footage is in black and white as opposed to... The flashback footage, which is a, what I'm going to call a dumb idea. (laughs) I'm going to say that's a bad idea from a um, filmmaker's perspective. Now, we've made a movie, buddy, Monica. We put put a movie together, Mm -hmm. the three of us. It's not good. It was uh, better than this movie. We did a heck of a job. I'm going to say that our movie is... Uh, n- it's it's better no. than this. Yes, <laughs> it is. And I'm sorry. <laughs> it pains me to say that because our movie is terrible. And I am the sole reason to blame for that because I p- arranged the whole shit. That's how I came to t- know these two knuckleheads. But at the same time, I showed you something. I made a rape revenge movie. I showed the rape. And I'm sorry if that offends you, but in a rape revenge movie, it's something you kind of have to see. This one is a movie specifically about serial rapists and murderers. I thought I saw a nipple at one point. I mm-hmm. think I saw one. I yeah. can't. I can't verify that. Zero rape. A lot of weird um, uh, chicks laying on the floor. Uh, a lot of weird ambiguous bruising. A lot of. Um, Moaning and groaning for no apparent. A lot of 90s. Who raped somebody in a 90? I feel like that's a failure on your... If you're a rapist and you can't disrobe the young lady, and I don't mean to make light of rape. That's a disgusting thing. But 
you've got a you've got a sex slave in your house and you're allowing her to walk around fully clothed you fucked up man you don't know what you're doing you need to go back to the rape manual and take it from uh chapter one (laughs) rape manual 101 start all over i don't know if such a thing exists it probably shouldn't if there is such a thing but just well they were already disgusted by women so i don't even think they wanted to really see them naked i watched the actual tapes the leonard lake and charles ing tapes Mm -hmm. chicks are naked in that against their will that's hard to watch the real shit, that's hard to watch. This is fucking boring, man. I'm sorry. All right, enough about that. So uh, back to the story. They have this young lady. Uh, they slap her around a bit. At one point, she gets loose after this weird finger-banging scene in the couch. And uh, she has no real interest in escaping this place. Oh, we will share the link to our movie, Gail. Uh, no, Gail. Gail, you don't want to watch our movie. <laughs> Yeah, Gail, just Gail. go to YouTube and it's called Gone. Gail. Under the Padded Room Podcast. Gail, I prefer that you don't watch our movie. G-O-N-E. Okay? <laughs> and then you can watch us eat the Carolina Reaper also. Gail, I will send you money if you don't watch our movie. Check it out. <laughs> Monica and Buddy both had tremendous performances. Directing, uh, however, seriously lacked. Uh, Tom Hardy's in the house. What's up, Tom Hardy? Hey, Tom Hardy. Hi, Tom Hardy. Okay, so, but the problem is, is that she gets loose of her shackles. She mm-hmm. gets out of the house and then takes a very laissez-faire approach to actually escaping this place. Yeah. Uh, kind of moseys around a little bit, mm. sticks her head out in the backyard, takes a look around, walks out in the backyard. I don't know, kind of walks up to the gate, blah, 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 opens the gate, and of course, Leonard Lake is standing right there. So she turns around, and of course, Charles Ng is uh, behind her, and then they make a very stupid show out of stabbing her and letting her crawl across the, the backyard while Charles Ng. Uh, eats an orange. Oh, now Vicky's going to watch orange. our movie. Vicky, too. look, I can't be paying all of you to not watch our movie. <laughs> I don't have a lot of money, but if you could just do me a favor and not watch it, that would be perfect. For that, I would really appreciate it if you didn't do it. I'm going to see how fast I can wrap this show up so that I can take our movie off of YouTube <laughs> no! so that none of you fuckers can watch it. Okay. <laughs> but the thing is, though, Vicky, is that I actually showed you what was going on as opposed to these this fucking asshole with the Charles Lake, uh, Charles England and Lake thing. Now, uh, from there, we go back to our sex slaves. They're being forced to videotape this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophie is like the, the favorite of the sex slaves cause she's always on videotape duty while Cariana, um, she's more on, um, whiny moan and groan duty, I guess, for lack of a better term. She doesn't really do anything, but, uh, she's like, uh, doing a lot of praying and, um, bruising, bruising all the time. Um, so that's all well and good. Now we're going to cut to a, the neighbor situation. All right. What does that mean? Gail said, have you seen some of the movies I'm in? Oh, you're in movies, Gail? What, what kind of movies, Gail? Are we you, want to see. Gail, are you a porn star? Mm. If so, then you and I need to have a little chit-chat. <laughs> if women rape men, every dude in the country would hang out in dark alleys at 3 a.m. just in case they're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I would be there, Jim. I'm all alone. Oh, look how, look how vulnerable I am, ladies. Oh, just saying, I'm wearing a tie. I don't know if anybody saw that or not. I got a 
Whew, I'm so drunk. <laughs> Never mind this erection I got. That's just hanging out there. I'm just a lonely guy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so now we're going to cut to this weird neighbor situation. Now, the neighbor chick was uh, pretty attractive. Um, she's always complaining about the weird stuff going on. So they decide they need to murder her and her entire family. And this is where we're going to dip our toes into reality a little bit because there's some illusions made. It's not actually depicted in the movie, but there are some illusions made to them abducting and murdering her um, husband and her baby. And they give her a long story about how her baby's going to be raised by a family in Fresno, which is something that actually happened in the Leonard Lake Charles Ng case. Um, (laughs) Brown chicken, Is that a ch- joke? Brown chicken, brown cow? Is that a movie? Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> it's a porno. You are a porno star, Gail. <laughs> Jesus, have you seen some of the movies? Okay, well, I'm going to IMDB you, Gail, yeah. very, very soon. Uh, so that's kind of wacky, and it's disgusting, and we kind of get like some quick little snippets of what they may or may not have done to the family. Um, and this is where I thought I saw a nipple. I don't know if I actually did or not because it I was too fucking fit. You think uh, so? Yeah, I, I There's like a weird shower situation where uh, the young lady playing the wife is crying in a shower. And then I, th- like pans down. I thought I saw like he was going to go eat her box or something. or I don't know. But I, I thought I saw a nipple in there. And for some reason, anytime we cut to any kind of a criminal montage, we go to predator vision. We're in thermal vision all of a sudden. What the fuck is this all about? Yeah. Are they uh, actually predators? Well, I guess they are. But <laughs> yeah. are they like the Arnold Schwarzenegger predators? Because I don't think those guys had any uh, – they didn't want to f- have sex with anybody. They just wanted like skulls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, that's weird. But it was kind of exciting for a second or two when I thought I saw something. Um, from there, uh, gay, they make uh, – I almost said Gail. They make this young lady go out and do gardening for them in a nighty. And then uh, at one point she's like, "I'm gonna get the fuck out of here." And then they kill her. And b- then we cut to footage of uh, Charles Ng digging a hole in the backyard. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess she's dead too. Then uh, about that time, we're gonna cut to some footage of our Leonard Lake and Charles Ng guy complaining about how their video equipment sucks. And then they get a flyer for a family that's starting a startup business, and they want to video uh, weddings and f- and parties and shit like that. So they're like, we're gonna We'll just go kill them and take their video equipment. And they make Sophie go along with them this time. They're like, you're one of us now. And she's like, oh, okay, I guess. So she, I guess, goes with them and drives the van. This part didn't actually happen. Um, they, But what did happen, and this is where the dead baby comes into play, uh, The the there was a guy that was setting up a business in the Bay Area early 80s that was trying to do weddings and parties and stuff like that had some high-end video equipment Mm -hmm. they set up a uh, meeting with him because they were like oh we're gonna have a party we want you to videotape it and stuff like that um and uh they basically killed him his family and his baby i don't recall directly if they raped his wife or not but i know they wiped out the family and took all the video equipment and that's why we have leonard lake footage in this movie Mm -hmm. uh pretty disgusting pretty shitty that's a fucking dick move if you if you ask me mm-hmm. and from there uh now they've got all this high-end equipment now here's the weird thing they're in what's supposed to be like a sex bunker except if you look at it 
If you look at this movie and the scenes that take place in the sex bunker, it actually looks like a very comfortable like bachelor pad slash possibly a porno studio <laughs> type right. of a thing. Uh, mattress on the ground. It's got like all this like a velour carpet thing going on, and mm-hmm. it's got all the soundproofing tiles. Like, I I'd be willing to bet that as we speak, there's a podcast being recorded out of the area where that was filmed. Because I don't know what else you would do with all that shit. So it probably sounds a lot better than this one, whatever the podcast is. <laughs> I hope it's like a uh, smooth jazz or a swingers podcast, perhaps. I hope it's sexually oriented. Not that this has anything to do with the movie. But I'm just going off on a tangent. All right, fuck me right then. Um, so that's pretty stupid. Now we're going to cut to the next young lady. Um, apparent, okay, this is where things get even dumber because they just grabbed this chick. I think she was African-American. Um, but they just grab her and they, they pull her into the, the sex dungeon and they're like, hey, your brother was in prison with Charlie here and he owed us a lot of money. And she's like, great. My brother is dead. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fuck. Um, and Charlie is like, you know what? I think her brother is dead because I think I remembered him having like tuberculosis or something. They're like, you fucking idiot. Now we have this young, this chick here and she's probably going to beat both our asses if we don't do something. So they have to kill this chick too. Mm-hmm. That part I do not recall from the actual case. Uh, from there we go to another chick. Now the thing, they've got the, the original family with the video equipment, they've got them tied up and we get some very stupid, uh, half-ass rape scenes, I guess. I mean, okay. I think what they were trying to portray is that they raped the teenage daughter, which the the actual family did not have a teenage daughter, that they raped the teenage daughter in front of the mom and dad. Um, here's, here's, here's a little weird thing for you. Uh, rape her, sure, choke her out, but they blur out her boobs. Now, what the fuck is that all about? (laughs) You're making a rape movie about two serial rapists and murderers, and you're going to blur out the boobs? Now, I don't mean like conveniently obscure obscure them like daryl hannah in splash where the hair conveniently covered the nipples no i mean full-on exposed but they digitally distorted the mm-hmm. boob area what the fuck is this now if you're gonna make a movie about rape and murder you have to show some rape and murder my friends and i'm sorry but that does usually mean some female nudity maybe the actress was 17 <laughs> <laughs> That's a very real possibility now that I think about it because she did look pretty young. Mm-hmm. I, I think if she was 17, they can't even go anywhere near that. They can't even have that. They can't. Well, you know, you put pasties on it and then film it. I don't think up. they can do that either, my man. I don't know, I don't know what the film laws are, but it's, uh, it's pretty – that part really pissed me off because how do you do that, man? What is the, what is the artistic or creative vision here to say – I'm going to make a movie, a dramatization, mind you, of the Leonard Lake and Charles Ng case. Serial rapists Mm -hmm. did some horrific shit to young ladies, but I'm not going to show any female nudity. Now, there are ways around that. You can do like uh, wickedly evil and vile and disgusting or whatever that movie is, Mm -hmm. where you just don't, you just kind of film around it and you don't even depict that in any way. I get that. 
it, mm-hmm. it's it's an artist. I don't know that I agree with it, but it's an artistic decision, and I feel that it worked in that movie. What you can't do is half-ass it and right. pixelate the boobs. What the fuck? I don't I do, I don't understand that at all. Now, if you're going to make this movie, you're you're trying to, I guess, give some kind of a gut punch or you know bring this to the public awareness as to what these two a-holes did draw attention to the victims and their families i get that but you got to make that statement and you got to follow through with it dude you can't half-ass i don't know man that part really pissed me off and it wasn't just because i'm a horny prick and i wanted to see her boobs because to be honest with you she looked like she may have been underage which is kind of weird and she wasn't that attractive either Mm -hmm. but i don't know man just to blur it out like that that felt like almost like a fuck you to everybody including the victims uh now that's not the biggest fuck you in this whole movie right about now we're going to cut to sophie who actually manages to escape from this weird sex dungeon she gets out she gets running down a trailer trail and while she's doing it we're basically listening to the opening theme song from seinfeld (laughs) what the fuck is going on with the music in this movie man terrible it was terrible it was like it's like happy school bus music mm-hmm. while she's trying to get away from two serial rapists. Who's? F- you guys talk. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm tapping out. I can't even do it. How does that make sense? How, what kind of mood are you trying to create with that fucking music? Did you not hear it before you edited this movie because i'm happy <laughs> maybe they wanted to get under your skin they wanted to yeah. piss me off is what they wanted to do and they did a fucking great job this is stupid yeah she's running through down a trail in high heels in a nighty, trying to escape people that want to put things in her asshole looking for a job and let me not take my high heels off while i'm running <laughs> Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for this podcast, I would have turned this movie off probably in the first six oh, yeah. minutes. I paid for this movie, too. I had to rent it on Amazon Me too. because my fucking pirate ship wouldn't download it. <laughs> it's fine. This is my, Again, this is my fault. I take full responsibility for my actions. If you guys want to take turns punching me in the dick after this, I will. I agree. I'll punch myself in the dick. I deserve it. Um, all right. So that's pretty stupid. And this weird music just continues throughout the movie. Entire movie. The entire movie. And we get a lot of montages that cut in and out of psychedelic predator vision for no reason. Mm -hmm. A lot of pseudo-rapes in which there is no female nudity or violence for that matter. Um, Basically, what we're getting is a case of um, Helsinki Syndrome. Is that what it's called? Patty Hearst Syndrome, whatever it is, where Sophie is gradually becoming more and more in tune with her abductors. Uh, mm-hmm. Kariana is slipping further and further into dementia. And eventually we just no longer see Kariana and we see Charles Ng digging a hole and we can do the math. Now, while all that's going on, Stockholm syndrome, Shelly. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you, Shelly. I knew it was some place in Sweden. <laughs> Helsinki, Helsinki. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Next week, Nebuchadnezzar and Monica should act out scenes as Darian <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we have Charles Ng 
And here we, I'll do, I'll do the beatboxing. And it'll be like a Benny Hill thing where Monica just kind of runs around and Buddy chases her. It'll be still, it'll still be better than this movie, Jim. It'll be better than this movie. I promise you that. Uh, it's the new PC way of making a movie. Go Trump. <laughs> they probably used up the limits of the film rating. It's not rated, Gail. That's a thing. That's what pisses me off the most. This movie is not rated. They could have so bad they couldn't even rate it. They could have done whatever <laughs> they wanted. They could have shown full penetration. They could have uh, really pushed the limits and really hit us in the fucking throat with what these two assholes did and made this a movie. That was going to stick with us, you but know? They didn't. But they didn't. <laughs> what we have instead is <laughs> running through a trail. Oh my God, this guy's going to fist me in the ass. <laughs> Scary stuff. Maybe no. we need to reach out to the guy who made this movie. I have nothing to say to this fucker. <laughs> I, have, I do. I have nothing to say. What's his fucking name? Hold on. Uh, I have lots Je- to say. Jeff Frenson? I, you're. I, I won't even make eye contact with you, Mr. Frenson. I won't do it. Um, so from here, we're going to cut in and out of the actual questioning of Sophie by the uh, private detective. He's pushing her on a few details. She's backing off. He pushes her. She backs off. And basically what this whole thing amounts to is a bad uh, unsolved mysteries reenactment, for lack of a better term, yeah. I guess. And um, – so uh, event, this is about the time Sophie actually manages to escape. She escapes. We f- stay with uh, Charles Ng and uh, Leonard Lake for a little bit. Leonard Lake gets picked up by the cops uh, driving a stolen vehicle. This part is accurate. Mm-hmm. Driving a stolen vehicle with stolen plates from another vehicle, both from missing people that were his victims. Um, yeah, he didn't he think that through. Give me his name. It's mm-hmm. Jeff Frenson, Gale. And if you want to flip him the bird for us, by all means, better yet, watch this movie first, Gail. Get good and pissed off like we are, and then tell him to go fuck himself. Because I, I, I hope he's not on Twitter. Because if he is on Twitter, I will tweet. I'm a tweeting son of a bitch, and I will tweet right at him. I'll sh- send him a picture of my dick. He won't know what it's for, but I will, and that's all that matters. Here it is, Mr. Frenson. That's what you get. <laughs> oh, that guy, uh, he's got a very medium penis. Why is he sending it to me? I don't know. Maybe he's looking for a job or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, anyway, and uh, ba- this part is, actu- is actually accurate. It's picked up by the cops. While he's being uh, questioned by the police, he had a um, cyanide. cyanide pill sewn into his shirt. Uh, he asks for a pen and paper, writes a letter to his sister, and then swallows the cyanide pill and gets away scot-free. Well, he dies, which is good, but he doesn't do any actual time. Um, from there, we cut to Charles Ng, who gets picked up on a shoplifting rap in mm-hmm. Canada, uh, extradited back to, um, I want to say Mendocino County to stay in charges for all this horse shit, and that's where he is presently on death row at San Quentin. Uh, these two guys, human garbage, that goes without saying. Oh, yeah. This movie, filmatic garbage, because don't even watch it is what I'm telling you. Yeah, don't. Um, we're looking at 2.3 stars on IMDb, which mm-hmm. could be a padded room low. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it is. I think, uh, no. no. Darth I think, the Mall was lower? Darth the Mall? 
No, Darth. Uh, th- no, that movie got like that a five. got like a four <laughs> or five. But I think there were some mov- movies in uh, Eric Roberts' month. Oh yeah, that scored significantly lower. Like that weird one that was all in dark rooms. What was mm-hmm. the summoning or whatever it was that nobody understood, and I still don't understand. I don't think we got lower than a four with Eric Roberts. No, I think we oh. dipped down. I'm going to look. I'll well, look we'll right have now. to double check. I'm going to double check right now. I think we got Hi, into Aaron. the. Hey, Aaron. Aaron, are you a fan of Eric Roberts? If you are, watch some Eric Roberts movies. Don't watch House on the Hill because that is a bad fucking movie. Um, 5.2. Um, how about a Demon Wind got five stars. See? I don't know, man. Uh, mm. That's a separate notebook, so I'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> This is quite possibly the – it's the worst movie I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. Now, normally – bear with me on this, guys. <clears throat> you guys should do Starry Eyes. I love Starry oh, Eyes. Yeah. That's a good show, Natalie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, normally, I am the apologist of the podcast. These two are yelling and screaming and jumping up and down, and I'm the one going, well, they made a movie, and – they put some effort into it, and it's it's okay. It's a horror movie. At least they tried. Not this time, man. Not this fucking time. This one is Gail, bad. I love Blood Diner. Blood Drive. Blood Diner. Blood Diner. That's, yes, the two brothers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 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 <laughs> that's a silly it's a movie. silly movie, but it has its merits, Gail. <laughs> and that's that's a movie. While it's not the best movie, I will happily defend it. <laughs> this one, I can't make any excuses for. I can't find you a diamond in the rough in this movie. Mm-hmm. This is something that should have been done for our, our spinoff show, Shock Treatment, where w- my other co-host, Dale, and I are basically is forced. Is this movie worse than the one you guys reviewed years ago? Which uh, one? What was that? Uh, Plutonic Baby? Oh, Plutonium Baby? Plutonium Baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. There you go. I don't know if you guys have seen Plutonium, baby. It's a trauma <laughs> release from uh, 1987, I think. It's bad. It's a bad movie. But that movie has heart and soul in it. And that I get. You know, you make by all means, make a shitty movie. But if you can, you can tell when you watch a movie that somebody put some create people put work into it. Mm-hmm. I like to think that our movie, while as bad as it is, you can watch it and say, "Hey, look at these guys. They're trying. Mm-hmm. They're they're mm-hmm. doing they're good effort. They had a good idea and they <laughs> maybe it didn't work out the way that they thought it would. <laughs> but goddamn it, they tried. This movie feels like um somebody wanted to make some money and they thought they would try to do this and they failed on numerous levels. And that's what pisses me off. Because by all means, make a bad movie. You know what? Make a movie that you feel is good but just doesn't turn out that way. That's what we did. Um, but this feels like you started, you, you started off wanting to shock and awe people. But at some point you said, whoa, um, Let's just blur out the boobs. Let's not show the gore and the violence. Let's just let let's imply that the gore and the violence happened, but let's show some of it, but not enough to really 
let's let's put the minimum amount of effort into this fucking thing. Yeah. And um, let's just show their sad faces. Let's show a lot of moaning and groaning, and we'll hope that the audience can figure out what's really mm-hmm. happening. Well, we can. It's called you're lazy. <laughs> That's what it's called. You fucking assholes. All right. <laughs> now I'm off. This, this is my fault. It's really, it's my fault. I'm the one that picked this movie. So really I'm mad at myself because these two both told me we shouldn't do this. And I said, yeah, no, we'll do it. It'll maybe, you know, something to talk about. I don't know. And now I'm the asshole in the equation because I'm here talking about House on the Hill, which is a soulless, motionless, just lackluster version of a very disgusting, visceral American crime. They watered it down to a point where I didn't give a shit about the killers, the victims, or the weirdo Seinfeld music that was playing during the chase sequences. There's no tension in this movie. Mm -mm. All right. That's all I have to... What did you guys think of House on the Hill? What movie? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did, you even, did you even watch it or did you just turn it off? I wanted to kill you the minute I started the movie. I was like, what I deserve that. I deserve it. No, I deserve it. She's exactly But right. I didn't have to pay for mine. <laughs> I did. I think he did too. Yeah, yeah I did yeah, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I owe you four bucks. <laughs> I owe you four bucks. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Zach. What's going on, Zach? I don't know who Zach is. That's sad. Shame on them. I agree, Natalie. If you're going to go to all the effort of making a film, but show some... I I don't know, man. You got to... Is art completely out of the equation? Are you just trying to make money? If that's the case... I don't even think they were trying to make money because this was garbage. They didn't make any money. No. Except for the $8 cumulative between me and Buddy that we spent on it. (laughs) So... I don't think you got your investment back there. Dude, I just feel like this is in somebody what what's his name? Steven something? Stevenson? What, hold on. I've already uh, forgot. Jeff Jeff Frenson, I was way off. <laughs> Jeff, if you're if you're listening to this or if somebody uh CCs you or tweets you this link, mm-hmm. come at me, bro. Mm-hmm. Come at, I want to talk to you. I want to know what happened here. Yeah. Did the studio get involved and they said you couldn't show any nudity? I don't know what studio it was. It's an independent film. Did you have a crisis of conscience at the last minute and said you didn't want to show any? Let me know. I'm curious. No, the family members that he hired for this movie were like, You're I'm not my show- cousin. I'm yeah. not showing I'm not boobs. showing my boobs. <laughs> I'm not doing it. So, no. <laughs> and he was like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, I just want to be in the film, but don't show anything. What if I blur it out? Then we, will you show me your boobs? <laughs> and then I'll blur it out. <laughs> Jeff Frenson, by all means, come on and defend this. I would love to hear your take on how this went wrong or mm-hmm. well, what kind of a masterpiece you think it is or how um, – well, it had real interview in it. It did. You, congratulations. You managed to uh, download the the footage off of YouTube and use it in your movie. I'm pretty sure it's public domain, so I don't think you had to pay for that. I know, right? So well done on that. Other than that, man, this is a bad movie. This mm-hmm. is a bad – there is a much better version out – came out last year. It's called The Miranda Tapes. And it's found footage. It's supposed to be a um, – um, like a like – a, 
compilation of the lost Miranda tape. That's what they called the, the actual videotapes is the Miranda tapes. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this case or, and not, or at all, but basically uh, Leonard Lake and Charles Ng abducted and raped and sodomized and basically made women into their sex slaves. Uh, the, the entire concept of that was around a book called The Collector. The Collector is a um, book that came out, I believe, in the 60s. A lot of serial killers use this as a point of inspiration. It has nothing to do with the movie that came out a couple years ago. Uh, it's basically about a lonely guy that abducts a chick that he works with, keeps her in the in the basement of his house, and turns her into a sex slave. And, uh, you know, eventually she dies, and that's that's the end of that pretty much. But her name was Miranda. So thus we have the Miranda tapes used by Leonard Lake and Charles Ng. Um, that's a better version. That actually shows you something, and uh, this does not. So if you're hankering for a Leonard Lake and Charles Ng biopic slash reenactment, go to, watch that one. Don't watch this. Definitely don't pay for this. Mm-mm. Get with her. She'll tell you how to do some illegal shit and get yourself a free copy. But even if you do get it, don't watch watch as much of it as you can take and then find something else to do with your time and then pluck your eyeballs out pluck your eyeballs right up get you know what send me your hate mail because i'm the one that brought the whole shit up i deserve it i deserve it uh i'm the i'm the asshole in this equation for even mentioning this all right enough about that um we all hated it we all can agree on that okay thank Mm -hmm. you very much um if anybody else out there saw it, we would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear somebody defend this, even if it is uh, Jeff Frenson himself, because I'm sure something went wrong in this creative process and the filmmaking process that led to, to this. But the real question is, if you're making a movie and the end product is this, how do you let that be? De- like, I'm on here right now telling you not to watch our movie because it's bad. Watch our movie. Don't do it, please. <laughs> please don't watch our movie. But if I'm Jeff Frenson and that's my end product, I don't want that out there, man. I don't want people seeing it because it reflects badly on me and it's not my the vision that I had as an artist or as a director or writer or whatever role I played in that. So I find it – I often wonder that. You know, you see these bad movies and you're like – how number one how did that get made number two how did it get released because it's garbage (laughs) it's bad i mean it's bad and again i'm the horror apologist of the group i'll defend almost any horror movie if i came on here and tried to defend this movie um first off these two would beat me up after the show (laughs) second off anybody that's seen the movie would think i was a fucking idiot and uh probably unsubscribe and not watch the show anymore, which I would deserve. Yeah, I would. This was good, huh? You you like that? Your credibility just went right out the fucking window, you asshole. As it should. That being said, uh, do not watch House on the Hill because it's bad. If anybody gets curious and wants to watch House on the Hill, it's uh, on Amazon. You do have to rent it. It's like four bucks. Get with her. She'll tell you how to get it for free. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. The Padded Room 2011 at Hotmail.com or the Mental Health Hotline, area code 775-387-0275. Please defend this movie. Tell me what I missed. Tell me what I didn't. Give me some subtle nuance that I missed in the filmmaking process that uh, went over my head or that I'm not smart enough to understand. Kind of like that guy that 
um, they called me an asshole because I didn't like uh, what was that fucking movie? oh the color of the, co- the sunshine color. or whatever the, the strange color of your body's tears yeah uh, he basically I, hey I didn't like it tell me what you liked about it make me understand it and he just called me an asshole and then unsubscribed <laughs> and that was the end of that conversation <laughs> as it probably should have been. That being said, guys, thank you very much for joining us again. Uh, join us next mm-hmm. week. We're going to be jumping into Hillbilly Month here in the Padded Room. Hillbilly Horror. We're going to start it off with Motel Hell mm-hmm. next week. All right. Um, Roy Calhoun, right? Yes. Yes. yes Roy Calhoun in that one. Uh, what's it? Uh, John Ratzenberger also. Oh. Cliff Clavin from yeah. Cheers. It's just kind of like a quick cameo, and I don't think he even has any lines in it, but uh join us next week for motel hell mm-hmm. kicking off um hillbilly month here in the padded room mm-hmm. other than that you guys uh, got anything else to say about um the house on the hill no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry i normally don't do this to my friends and i should have listened when they said no but i yeah. chose not to and now i this i deserve this is what i deserve i deserve this so there's my $4, Jeff Frenson, you fucking criminal. Uh, we're going to take us a little break. We'll come back in a few minutes.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Yeah. Dude. Hmm. You guys are my friends. Uh, um, not for long after this one. I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you for that. <laughs> friends just don't do that to their friends. Don't let me drive drunk. Um, if I make a shitty movie, tell me it's shitty. I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't let me put something out there that is going to make us all look like assholes. Okay. By all means, kick me in the balls. Hey, what are you doing? This this doesn't make any fucking sense. This is stupid. Well, I liked our film. I... <laughs> yeah. If I had to give it a, uh, the parole officer skull rating, I would give it probably two skulls. <laughs> really? No way. I don't know. I, I'm pretty hard on myself when it comes to that stuff. But don't let me put out a house on the hill, please. Not that we'll ever make another movie, but if we did <laughs> and it was shitty, please... Tell me it's shitty. Better yet, why don't one of you guys make a fucking movie, and I can be the guy that makes out with the hot chicks for once. I'm always the guy behind the camera. I would like to make out. All right, never mind. I'm going to get myself in trouble. All right, are you guys ready to get into the goddamn Terra Dome? Yes. Now let's get it on. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. gonna hurt you you didn't let me finish my sentence i said i'm not gonna hurt you i'm just gonna bash your brains in. i'm gonna bash them right the fuck in i'll kill you all i'll drive you crazy and i'll kill you all i'll dream come true six-year-old child with this blind pale emotion To the Terradome. Started off with last week's winners in singles competition. We had Freddy Krueger versus Samara Morgan. Nancy's talent for bringing things out of the dream world and into the real world had paid off. Allison's talent for planning and timing had also paid off. Krueger emerged from Nancy's dream to find Samara emerging from the television. He was ready. She wasn't. Fire engulfed the television set and Samara with it, and before the night was over, she and everybody else was reduced to ash. With a vote of five to four, Freddy Krueger advances over Samara Morgan. Damn, that was close. Oh, it was. Right. I was hoping that would go the other way. I think I'm. I like Freddy, but I'm. I'm more frightened of Samara. That yeah. whole haunted videotape thing, you know, mm-hmm. cursed. 
YouTube clips, that shit freaks me out. Yeah. When I have a nightmare, I actually usually think they're pretty cool. Because that's the only time I'm excited to wake up in the morning. You know what I'm saying, right? I hear my alarm go off. I'm like, yes! I am not being chased by a werewolf. I am ready to go to work. Normally, I'm like, oh, fuck. No, oh, god damn it. i got to go get in the shower now. Fucking ass. All right, let's take a look at the team's competition, shall we? Mm-hmm. Team's competition, we had the werewolves versus the puppet master dolls. The townsfolk returned to the carnival after the full moon, but the damage had already been done. Carcasses thrown about, torn clothing, and blood-splattered tents was all that was left. And in Andre Toulon's tent, the smashed and ravaged debris that was his puppets. With a vote of nine to... That's not right. With a vote of six to three, the werewolves advance over the Puppet Master dolls. Wow. I gotta tell you, I saw that coming. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Monica. I mean, right. I don't know what you... you I think you were bitter last week because of the tall man. Thus, you voted from a place of anger instead of logic. (laughs) So, I'm not going to hold that against you. I see what you I see what happened there. It's fine. It happens. You know, people get angry, they make bad decisions. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. Sometimes they pick movies that they clearly not need to be picked. It happens. I'm sorry. So, Monica, just apologize and we'll move on. <laughs> Don't apologize, <laughs> goddammit. All right, let's look at this week's matchup, shall we? Mm-hmm. We are in the singles division Inferno Conference, round 14. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not very good at writing. <clears throat> From time to time, the laws of nature, physics, time, and space all collide. It's a rare occurrence, but it does happen. In the end, reality always corrects itself. The immortal vampire Count Dracula, dead yet still alive, completely and totally unnatural, a tragic mistake made somewhere in the late 1400s that continues to walk the earth preying on mortals for its wretched existence. The treacherous usurper of the pharaoh's kingdom, the necromancer Emotep, killed repeatedly and continually resurrected to seek vengeance for his lost love also unnatural, and also still walking the earth. While it takes nature time to correct its mistakes, fate has a way of speeding up things. Now the vampire and the mummy find themselves on a collision course that may end both of them. Singles competition, we have Dracula versus the mummy. Monica, what do you think of this one? God. Oh, God. Luke Evans. Uh, Brennan Fraser. Well, we need an evil Dracula for this one. Uh, Frank Langella, Disco Dracula, <laughs> Jack Palance, perhaps Blackula, Blackula. No, I have to take Dracula on this one. Okay, buddy, how say you? I'm going to go with the Mummy on this one. I am also going to take the Mummy, and the reason why is because the Mummy, as far as I know, doesn't have blood. It's just dirt or dust or whatever, sand. Whatever. sand who knows? <laughs> I don't really think either one could take the other out. I mean, theoretically, this would be like a centuries-old battle where they continue fight each other off and then reconvene a a couple decades later. This is a tough one. I'm taking the mummy because... uh, 
Aminette. I'm attracted to Aminette. We, I don't think we, we've had some hot. All right. So before you start shaking your head, have we had a, a, a female Dracula? We've had, we had Dracula's daughter. Yes. What, what, oh, not a female vampire, but a female Dracula. Oh. Just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Weigh, weigh, weigh that in your scales of hating. I'm uh, sure there's a 70s porn version. Yeah. Sure, well, there's a porn version of everything, Monica. God damn it. Let's take a look, look at the team's competition, shall we? The galleon sat abandoned for the better part of a year before Veronica discovered it. Washed up on the Massachusetts shoreline and devoid of life. Ominous and frightening as it was, there was much more to the old ship than Veronica knew. It resonated with a power she couldn't describe. Something great and terrible had sailed it, and then discarded it altogether. When the women of the coven got word of word, they assembled quickly and began an investigation. Only the bravest of the witches would actually set foot on the dock, the deck of the old galleon, and only after warding themselves heavily for protection. What they found in the forward hull would shock and terrify. Caskets, several dozen of them, all empty and all bearing the symbology of the long-dead Knights Templar. The blind dead had found their way to the new world. Team's competition, we have the Witch's Coven versus the Blind Dead. Monica? I'm taking the Blind Dead. a girl! Buddy! I'm going Witches. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I am also taking the Blind Dead just because... Just because it's the blind dead dead and they're actually winning for a change. (laughs) I love it. We never see that. Those are your Terradome matchups for the uh, weekend mates and singles competition. It's the Mummy versus Dracula teams. It's the Blind Dead versus the Witch's Coven. Uh, Ponder those matchups. Get with us. Let us know what you think. The mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275. The regular old email is thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you're pan- pondering those matchups, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment we call What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? I finally got around to Midsummer from 2019. You guys mm. seen this one yet? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen The Wicker Man? Of course you have. Yeah. yeah. Either version. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's it's the same thing, but oh. it's directed by the same guy that did uh, Hereditary. Oh. Oh. So we a take darker. So, uh, you a little more academic in a weird way. Hmm. A little more. We get deeper into the the culture of the weird. Like the meaning of the Swedish. Hillbillies, for lack of a better okay. term, we get more into their rituals. We get more um, like history. Yeah, the um, basically, I mean, from the from the word go, we know where this is going. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but the road that we take there is much longer and much. I feel like a little bit more thought out than the Wicker okay. Man. I would put this. I I was never a big fan of the original Wicker Man. I thought it was all right. I like Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. I don't know why everybody was so pissed off at the remake, other than Nicholas Cage. Cage. I liked that one. Caging it up. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, I had a huge crush on Lily Sobieski for a mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. She was at the top of my spank bank. Um, I don't know what happened to her, though. She just like got a job in marketing or something and doesn't do movies mm-hmm. anymore. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, it's not bad. It's a little more... 
visceral, a little more. Um, you go, you go a little bit deeper with this one. Okay, so cool. it's worth checking out. Uh, the things that haunt us, also from 2019. You guys yeah. seen this one? Mm-hmm. Anthology. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Mm. Some good, some bad, as is the case with most horror anthologies. Right. You know, mm. this one seemed to be very girl powery. Oh. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but there are some bad segments in this. But there's this also... isn't the one where, like, the chick pulls the guy into her vagina. No, oh, okay. I'm in, I'm interested in that though. <laughs> oh, okay. Which which one is that? Is I'll that... have to look that up because it's an anthology too. Her uh, tampon string, like she's trying <laughs> she's trying to pull it out, and it like snaps back so she tells her boyfriend pull it out wrong network (laughs) (laughs) and he like grabs a hold of it and all of a sudden it yanks him in Woo! and he's all hello 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 and she's like did that just happen (laughs) did that just happen Uh, yeah Yeah, it's like a thick chick anthology there's a lot of chick stories that's why i thought you were what was that other one? There's another one like this. Uh, it's I think it's called XY or XX. Oh, you remember that one? Uh, we I think it was did, all female directors, right? Yeah, oh, I think we okay, did it for yeah. immersion therapy, therapy yeah. where um, the 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 family is on the train and the kid sits next to the old guy and the old guy shows the kid. <gasps> oh yeah, box. yeah, yeah. That was a good one. And then they all just stop eating and uh-huh. starve to death. Yeah. That was is the one I'm thinking of. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't this, think it's the same no, one. This no, this one I found on Amazon. Okay, mm-hmm. very cool. Uh, I also watched three episodes of The October Faction. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. I like it so far. Cool. It's not British. Okay. Which I think is a misconstruction. Something that you had in mind. I don't know why. It's not British. Well, I just thought in the trailer I heard somebody with a British accent. So it, that's why I was like, oh, is this a British show? It's got a very Kingsman vibe to it, though, now, oh. now that I think about it. Yeah. Okay. A lot of, uh, yeah, it's got see? a very very men in black Kingsman type mm. of a thing going okay. on. But so far, I, I'm digging it. I'm only mm-hmm. three episodes in. I'm, I'm into it. So I'm looking at Monica. What do you got? Uh, well, I watched... Uh, 2008 while she was out with kim bassinger bassinger you got me on that one. Oh, it was i didn't even is that know a horror she movie made or made this movie well she like goes shopping on christmas eve and gets like in a confrontation with four hoodlums okay and they chase her down and it's a cat and mouse till she kills all of them oh wow. okay yeah i'm surprised she made a movie like this and your buddy plays in it, which is surprising. Which buddy? Uh, what am I in? Greg Sheffer? <laughs> yeah, he plays the dickhead husband. He's taking jobs wherever he can. He, man, him. he was really overweight in this movie. Oh, no. Yeah. So, and Come then. On, Boone. I've been getting into this lately. Uh, I started the first season of Alfred Hitchcock. Oh. And oh. I finished all 39 episodes wow. in season one. You're ki- kind of wow. going through like a renaissance with the, the Twilight Zone. Yeah, zombies. I love the story. Okay. And the stories are so good. Nice. Yeah. So I'm starting season two now. Very cool. That's it. <laughs> Buddy? Uh, halfway through uh, Legacies. Uh, TV series Legacies. It's got uh, it's basically Vampire Diaries, the kids that were in it at okay. the very end. 
Uh, they, they're in like their own school and stuff. It all, it's all tied together. All right. So halfway through that. Uh, but comedy-wise, you guys got to check out Medical Police. It's hilarious. Medical if Police. If you like stupid funny, you'll it's just nonstop laughter. So like Shit's Creek. Yeah, probably. Medical I don't know. I would say that. But it, it's, it's, it's a good time. Right on. <laughs> all right. Let's get ourselves into some immersion therapy then. Mm-hmm. You guys get a chance to watch Head Count? Oh, yeah. Immersion therapy. In concept, I like this movie. Mm -hmm. The concept of we're having a party, suddenly there's an extra person, but we can't figure out who it is because it changes into each of us. And whichever, whoever's not in the room suddenly is in the room, but they're actually in a different room. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I think That aspect should have been played up a lot more, I feel right. like. Yeah. Instead, what we got that I couldn't get past is how awkward the lead was in this. Yeah. Just the whole time. He nailed the hottest chick in the movie uh-huh. on the first night. And even after that, he's like, uh, hi, guys. Yeah. Mind if I tag along? Dude, you scored. You nailed it. You're in. Yeah. Uh, my brother's out there somewhere. I know. His character went to shit. That, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know what it was that went to shit. I don't know if it was his acting or the writing of the character or if he was given some direction to act like that. But after about 10 minutes of him, I was. I, wa- I wanted to fight him yeah. just for acting like that. It was grating and annoying. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I know I'm very hostile this week. <laughs> I don't know what. Well, I do know why, but that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man. He just, I found his performance irritating. Yeah, I did too. Um, other than that, I thought in concept it was pretty cool. I like Joshua Tree. I like that setup they had, the isolation mm-hmm. element to it. The, the idea is kind of almost Thing-esque in a weird way, where somebody in this group of people looks like our friend and is acting like our friend, but isn't. Yeah. And we can't figure out who it is. The falling off the cliff, that was pretty That cool. was pretty gnarly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of that weird, like when, when she slashes, stands up and just slashes her wrist open. Oh, yeah. That was pretty gnarly, too. I mm-hmm. like that. Um I don't know, man. I just couldn't get past that main guy. Yeah, me either. And I don't know why he had to dress like a 12-year-old. Right? Am I wrong? Yeah. No. You know what right. I'm saying? He had the, the hat that was too big, and he's got like his, and his curls are hanging out. What, what's up with that, dude? Yeah. I don't see these guys hanging out with him. I don't see them. No. I don't see that screaming hot black chick having sex with him. Definitely not. I don't know, man. I don't. Maybe she's into awkward dudes or something, but that... I, I don't get it. Didn't it didn't fit. No, not at all. And that, <laughs> that's something that pulled me out of the movie. Drove me crazy. What'd you guys think of Head Count? I liked it. Yeah? yeah. Other than, I mean, other than Besides that. the main character, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Monica? It was okay. I just had an issue with, like, I'm sorry, I'm in the desert, and if some strangers roll up, I'm not going to be like, hey, come hang out with us. You'll be uh-uh. the one that they would invite you, be like, okay, I'll go. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> 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 much. I mean, we all say that, but if there's an extremely attractive individual of the opposite sex, then that rule goes right out the window. I'll be honest with yeah. you. If I roll up and that screaming hot black chick is like, you want to come home with me? Yeah. 
Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I don't care how douchey your friends are or uh, what see, kind of... See you, brother. Yeah. Later, man. <laughs> you could be dinner for them that night. I know, but I'm not thinking... Oh, I'm not God. thinking. What... I know. You're thinking with the other hand. Ex- that's exactly yeah. right, man. I'm sorry. And that, that, that I'll write that part off. The part where she actually bangs him on the first night, that's a little harder to believe. Yeah. That's yeah. just me, though. Maybe I'm nitpicking this. What You guys were okay with Headcount? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was okay. It's not bad. It's on uh, Netflix right now, inmates, if you want to check that out. Buddy, what do you got for us this week, dude? All right, this week, let's check out 1973, The Baby. It is written by Abe Polsky, directed by Ted Post, stars Anjanette Comer, Ruth Ramon, Marion Hill, and Susan Zanor. You know, I've been waiting for a Susan Zanor movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, inmates, check that out. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. All right. Let's educate Miss Monica. Uh Educating Miss Monica. Monica, hit me with some clues from last week, please. Uh, okay. Oh, wrong one. Okay. <laughs> it all started at the airport. Was it an outbreak of virus or what? Before you know it, there's more than one. Trent... Transmission is through the saliva. Oh, boy. The host of all of this chaos has been found. Oh, my God. The army can't even shoot a moving target. Now they want to take out New York City. Guess the only way to take out the... the Guess that's the only way to take out these beasts. Is it Nightmare City? No. God damn it. But I just mentioned the actor who was... In the other movie that plays in this movie. Okay. Huh. It's got Greg Sheffer in it. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Battle Dogs. Battle Dogs? Yeah, Ernie <laughs> Hudson. What the fuck? Uh, the dude that does the State Farm or Farmer's commercials plays the <laughs> sergeant. I have never heard of Battle Dogs really? in my life. Is this a sci-fi original? I don't know if it is, but like I've it. seen it twice now. Well, this doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Battle Dog. I figured you'd watch this because it was a werewolf movie. Uh, no, no, negative on the Battle Dog. Never even heard of it. Battle Dog. Really? I'm gonna check it out now. Yeah, she like comes through the airport and she's she was TV movie with Greg Schiffer. Yeah. yeah, it's a TV movie. She was attacked by a wolf. Okay, and uh, she changes at the airport. And immediately the whole airport becomes infected. With werewolves. Yeah. Werewolfism. It's got a high score of 3.5 stars. It's better than that movie. (laughs) (laughs) She's right. Yeah. She's right. It's got a higher score. And it has three big actors in it. It's got Greg Sheffer in it. And uh, Winston Winston Zenimore from the Ghostbusters. All right. Fuck me. I'm never going to hear the end of this, am I? (laughs) From now on, our rating scale will be House on the Hill and above. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Monica, what are your clues for the week this okay, time? Okay, we're traveling back in time okay. to the 80s. All right. 
In this beautiful little town, people are disappearing left and right. Even a child has disappeared. One teenager even had his head ripped right off. People have been murdered at the local drive-in while watching a movie. A local deputy got a fist right through his chest. Chemical waste could be the cause of all of this. Hmm. Now it is in the sewer lines. Hmm. Oh my God, this thing has everything. Fangs, eyeball, claws, blood, goo, yuck. Huh. One title comes to mind, but I know it's not that. It can't be that. I better check what this movie scored. Don't. <laughs> I just want to see for it's ab- myself. It, it's above House on the Hill. I guarantee you that. All right. Think about that, inmates. We're going to do the same. Uh, other than that, I think that's about it for the week. We are going to be jumping into Hillbilly Horror next month here in the Padded Room Podcast. It got a four. It got a four. It's four above House two. on the Hill. That's all that matters. Uh, join us for Hillbilly Month uh, in February here in the Padded Room Podcast or on the Psycho Bunny Death Cult if you want to join us live Tuesdays, 7.30-ish uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, PaddedRoomPodcast.com is where you find all of our Patreon information, all the links to our subsidiary shows, and anything else you need to know about us. Other than that, buddy, Monica, you guys got anything else on the week? No. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you next week with uh, Hotel Hell. All right. Bye. Is it Hotel Hell? Motel Hell. Motel Hell. Motel Hell. Is what it is with Mm -hmm. John Ratzenberger, Mm -hmm. Cliff Clavin from Cheers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 For buddy, Monica, Cliff Clavin. Um, Leonard Lake, Charles Ng, movies that piss me off, people that piss me off, um, other stuff that pisses me off, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week. There's a drug for the first time.